So we'll build a client acquisition system for you and we'll make sure that's working while removing you from daily operations that you aren't supposed to be doing. What are we talking about on the Grow Your Damn Business podcast? We're talking about business, specifically your business. Is it growing or are you stuck? How painful is that growth? Is it running you or are you running it? Are you working in your business or on your business? On the Grow Your Damn Business podcast, we explore these questions and much more. Expect a lively, spirited discussion about what it takes to grow your damn business. And now, on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Damn Business podcast. I am your host, Scott Goodrich, and with me today is Trent Stonehouse, joining us from the Pacific Northwest. Trent, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Scott. I'm so excited to be here, man. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to the conversation. And Trent, you are the founder and CEO of Remote CEOs. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your business and then let's kind of dig into how you got started. That's always the place we like to start these conversations with is what was the genesis of that idea? And uh, so I'll, I'll let you tell that story a little bit. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Uh, basically, I have, I'm the CEO and founder of Remote CEOs Academy. And the Remote CEOs Academy is where we help mostly and ideally uh, solopreneurs okay. identify their bottleneck and then work towards scaling their business while removing them. And so I like to say we build you a profitable client acquisition system while we work towards removing you, working less, making more. That's the model. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> Music to to the ears of a lot of solopreneurs that I talked to, like, how do I get this thing going, right? And I know you've got a focus in the in the marketing space. So Tell me a little bit about your marketing company and what you've done there and then how you kind of took that into this business that you're working on today. Yeah. So I have a digital marketing agency called Versed Look, and it's actually what taught me a lot of my lessons and along yeah. that way, right? And we built it from absolutely nothing. And uh, I was actually broke when I started the agency. Well, I've never heard that before, Trent. Someone <laughs> broke and starts a business. Like, oh my goodness. Oh, that's dead such broke, a, man. Such a common dead. story. Such a common story. Yeah, yeah. I was actually $40,000 like in the hole when uh, yeah. like just blew everything I had, started it, but came up. We built a seven-figure digital marketing agency now. I'm very proud of it. We yeah. have like 20, over 20 employees awesome. globally. And so it's been a, it's been a ride. It's been a ride. Yeah. So we, you know, built that and I said, Hey, I can really actually make an impact on people because sure you can come buy my digital marketing services, but it's not marketing. That's going to get you to where you're wanting to go. It's systems and people. And a lot of entrepreneurs don't know that. Yeah. And so I was like, I want to make an impact. I'm going to start a passion project. Welcome the remote CEOs Academy. Now, now you're speaking my language, right? So making sure that if you're going to run a business, you have an operating system. It's one of our, it's the U.S. creed actually that, that we utilize, which is says you, you, you don't have to necessarily run on a U.S., but you have to choose one operating system and you need to stick with it. Like you've got mm. to have that process, that structure in place to make a go of it. You can't just wing it. It just doesn't work that way. And if you are just winging it, that's the kind of results you're going to get. You're going to get scattered high peaks, low valleys, and really, you're not going to be on that path to success. And we obviously adhere to it. It's what you know I do day to day and, and firmly believe that that's the value that we can bring to entrepreneurs that we work with. Um, let's mm. go back to that answer. I love these origin stories, if you don't mind my picking on that a little bit before we go into, into remote CEO. So 40000 in debt, you get this thing going. So 
what were the things early on that you look back on and said, oh, I wish I had done this a little sooner, a little quicker, like I was just slow on it. But, it, you know, you may have eventually got there, but it, it was a painful lesson to learn in the beginnings of that journey. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, it actually all kind of started back with the startup that actually I put my $40,000 into and it blew up, <laughs> which was <laughs> called disaster. And here's okay. a little uh, secret. It, it turned out to be a disaster. Uh, so How about that? <laughs> yeah, about that? I was actually, it's, it's a, it was a platform for live streamers on twitch.tv where they could earn yeah. ad okay. revenue by having a little button underneath their broadcast that said, click here, watch an ad, and it would prompt ads to the viewers on demand. And okay. overnight it blew up. We had a hundred thousand daily users and we had 6,000 streamers using it. And that happened in about 12 months with little paid advertising. And so it was a startup's dream, right. <laughs> you know, right. went yeah. to the moon, yeah. man, went to the moon, but like this rocket. is the lesson right here. We went so fast to that moon that we lost our brakes and we smacked into it and we blew up to a million pieces. So the lesson yeah. was go slow because it was just two of us. That's still a solopreneur in my eye where it's yeah. two of us trying to manage that kind of volume. Good luck. We got shut down by Google because we couldn't monitor the traffic properly. And, uh, I didn't have the money to keep on going at that point. Yeah. And well, and once, once the, once the big guy comes in and, and tells you what's what on that, it, it, it can be very limiting there. So let's, let's even take a step back. So you're, you're, you're an entrepreneur, right? This is who you are at heart. You're starting stuff. You're trying stuff out. It's working. It's not working disaster or not. Where does that come from? Like, what it was that part of who you were growing up? Did, did you have folks in your family that you looked at that or is it just like, no, I'm, I'm going on my own, but that's just me. It's intrinsic to who I am. Yeah, you know, actually, I come from four generations of longshoremen. And for those that live on the coastline, they'll know longshoremen. They work on Absolutely. the ports. Yep. It's a great paying job. My family's all about it. And uh, that was kind of where I was destined to go. And I was always yeah. planning to be there. I actually went down and um, the foreman on one of the first days down there was like, you should go back to doing computer stuff. <laughs> I was so offended. I was like, what, like you're not going to make it out here in the docks, my friend. Like, yeah. that's not a thing for you. That's it. Well, yeah. I and mean, they're like, four gen I'm like, I'm four generations. Come on. Yeah. Legacy out here, man. I'm, this is what I'm meant to do. Wow. I wow. look back and I'm like, he was so right. He actually yeah. did me a favor. And so yeah. he was trying to help me. He saw me before I even saw myself. And so that was really cool. And I yeah. think entrepreneurship, actually, I was talking about this with someone today and I think you're born with it. I don't think you, you can just, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I think like when we look at personality assessments, I think there's something there. I think it really does tie into if you're born with it. And so I yeah. feel like I would, I was born with it because my start, you know, like even, even while I was doing the longshoring thing, I was live streaming on Twitch TV. I had an audience of 30,000 subscribers. I had 6 million views. Like, yeah, you know, sure, I'm playing video games and streaming, but I, it was a form of entrepreneurship. And yeah. I was putting out content all the time. And so I say that's, you know, probably my first hustle right there. Yeah. 
It's interesting, you know, entrepreneur, it's, it's a term that, that's out there and I get it, it's, it's all encompassing, but at the end of the day, it's really about a, a person that's got some willingness to, to put themselves out there. So you're starting by putting yourself out there in, in terms of content and there's a degree of boldness associated with that as well, right? Which probably comes across in personality profiles, right? A personality profile is not going to say, well, this person is an entrepreneur. They're going to say, this. these are the characteristics that you have out there, which is a, a, a degree where can tolerate that risk. You can, you can be bold. You're willing to take some steps. And, you know, for me personally, it's, it's funny. I didn't see myself that way. I do own a small business and now I've got a couple of others that I've started, I, but I didn't see myself in, the, in that way at all. And certainly not anyone in my family that mm-hmm. has demonstrated entrepreneurship, but I was willing to make changes and to, to step out of something I was doing to tackle something new. So I think that that trait was there, even if I wasn't labeling myself as a entrepreneur at that time. I think I got right. there and found my way to it a little bit later, but it wasn't something where I would, you know, intentionally saying, oh, I'm going to go do this. Whereas others, as you said, right from the get-go, they're never going to be anything but that. That, that, that right. was, was what they're going to be. Um, Absolutely. So, I, yeah. Yeah. So, so marketing agency, what, where does the idea come from? You said you, you had some clients, you're doing something on the marketing side, but you realized there was something more there. So here comes Remote CEO Academy. Let's just talk about that transition a little bit and how that got going and, and what was a great sort of jump start for that business. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I didn't start the academy until this agency became like a seven-figure agency. Yeah. Uh, so first look was my primary focus. And we built that up to like 2022. We did helped our clients generate $50 million. We've awesome. we've uh done tremendous work for over 25 different industries. So I learned a lot of the pain points and a lot of bottlenecks in these entrepreneurs as I built those relationships. That's when I was like, my God, like no one knows leverage. We yeah. all know the word leverage, but leverage <laughs> yeah. is just other people's yeah. times, time or systems or other people's money. And yeah. so you need to get your hands on leverage and start utilizing it. And actually Kevin O'Leary, he is a, a billionaire business Canadian, Canadian right? And right. Uh, Shark Tank, right? Shark, Shark Tank, Tank games. Yeah, Shark yep. Tank, yep. Dragon's Den. Yep. Yeah, he, uh, he says... People need to be, people need leverage. Leverage is people. We have to become great at managing people. And he says, yeah. that's all business is. And I was like, I love that quote. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a great quote. And you know, we, as we talked about within EOS, we, and when you're talking to small business owners where they're looking to make that next move forward and make that next step, we typically find that most of the evils do lie in some degree of people. Either you've got the, the, maybe the right person, people that you like to be around, they, they've got good alignment with who you are around your, your core values, but they, they just can't do the work that you now need them to do, right? So you got a, you got a right person in the wrong seat or the, the more painful side is you've got someone that really knows their work, but they are just the wrong person, right? They actually do not fit. And, and yeah. I, I can, you know, I can see in your background, you've got good to great there by, by Jim Collins, right? Your right person, right seat, so critical. And, and that's absolutely what we teach as well. And, you got to solve those issues. You've got to understand what you need from the person and you've got to understand the type of people that you want to work with that are going to be aligned with who you are as a business owner. If you are missing on those things, your problems are around the bend, right? That's not going to be a way to move your business forward. And uh, interesting that you, you saw that even from the, the marketing side, the digital content side, right? That's a, to just to have that vision and be able to see that that's, that's a pain point that's out right. there for, for business owners. Well, that's um, the thing, man. It's like yeah. Jim Collins is like people, people think like, oh, it's my technology. It's my, it's my product. 
it's your it's your people that's going to get you to that yeah. where you want to yeah. go. It's yeah. most of that. So let's let's talk about people uh, in growing your, your your first business. What was some of the critical people to see decisions that you made that that were able to have you move forward and and potentially that you had to make to remove someone delighted to take that next step. You're right. That as we're talking about those people decisions, you've got a good crew now, but let's talk about those sort of inflection points of people. Any, any stories that stand out for you with, without naming names, but that, that you can share with the audience. Absolutely. You know, the first thing I always say to anyone, if they're looking to hire is remove the tasks that do not come naturally to you or that you're not strong in because you're likely putting those off putting those off and you're not being productive because you know you need to do it and you're just letting it sit there and build up. And that's the problem is you want to lean into your strengths. I don't know if you're aware of Trevor Thrones. He's a leadership coach here in Vancouver. He's helped businesses generate about a billion dollars. Yeah. uh, He talks about it. He says he's never worked with anyone who had a well-honed skill set of poor, uh, of uh, strong weaknesses. So, like paraphrase them there. It's, right. it's I love the quote, but basically it's leading into your strengths. So what do you suck at? What do you hate? Dump those. And so I made that decision right away where it's like the main thing I want to be doing is creating content for the brand, talking and building relationships. And sure, I know how to execute this, but it's not the technical stuff is not what I enjoy. Building the systems, I love building systems and stuff, but I don't want to actually go in there into the meat of it. I'd rather, let's form it out. This is what I need. Go build that. Yeah. And so I started by hiring um, people to fulfill the actual day-to-day tasks like, hey, let's make this content for this client. Let's do this. Because at the lowest level, if you draw out an organization board, it's the fulfillment. Usually that's right at the, the bottom. So I tried to get rid of that so I could hire and focus on higher level activities. Yeah. So, so the terms that we use and it's uh, that that's a commonplace for us is you've got to delegate and elevate to your unique ability. Mm. So if you've got that unique ability that you're describing there, the thing that you like to do and the stuff that you don't like to do, even if you've got some talent at it, that's the stuff that's got to go away because someone else actually likes to do that work, right? You right. can find someone to do the stuff that you don't like to do. And the faster you can get to that place, the better. Uh, it, it's it's going to allow you to make some some jumps that you haven't made up to this point in time by by getting the chance to, to delegate that stuff out. Because guess what? There are people out there that like to do stuff. That's no fun. Scott, in your I mind. love that quote. Like, can yeah, you, what, yeah. that, what did you say? Can you say it one more time? Yeah, sure. It's, it's, I, I take no ownership of it. It's part of what we teach our clients and work with our clients on, but delegate and elevate to your unique ability. That, that's what you need to do. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's, 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 it, 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 and we take the work, we take, we take a look at what is everything that makes up your week, your two weeks, your three weeks, what, it, what are all the tasks that you do? And then you find a home for them and you only keep the ones that you really like to do and that you're really good at. Right. That's that unique ability and everything else throw it away uh, and, and find along. And, and it's a problem for folks, particularly as you're talking to solopreneurs, really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Right. I need the revenue to do this. I can't really hire more. I know I can do this. Or look, I, look, if you're running a business, you're capable of doing tons of stuff. But is it the right stuff? That's the question that you really need to ask yourself. 
Love I, that. I, look, I, I can absolutely do this. I can, and I, I'm guilty of it as well. I, you know, I, I, I know what it's out there and I know there's time to do that, but I've been thinking about this quite a bit here lately, just in, in my own businesses. It's like, what, what is the stuff that I'm really should be spending my time on and, and who is going to do those other things that, yeah, sure, I can do it. But why? Why would I do that? That's not adding the value that it needs to add. Correct. Like as yeah. the owner of the company, you got to be doing the things that are going to be generating the money yeah. and the highest level activities. And fulfillment yeah. is not typically it. Um, I, you know, one thing you touched on that I really wanted to comment on was, you know, I don't know if I can afford it. And that's where I was like, insert remote CEOs, right? That's yeah. why I built it because why not hire offshore? So many people are upset whenever I say this, I actually get a lot of hell for it, especially on TikTok. weird enough, but Interesting. every other platform it's okay with, but it's like, you're taking jobs from locals. Look, if you're a small business owner, how are you going to pay a local, right? Like it's quite expensive. Like up here in Vancouver, Canada, minimum wage is now $16.75, I believe. So that's like 27, 2800 a month. Yeah. That's with no, someone right out of high school, no experience, yeah. doesn't know which way's up, which way's down. But you take that money offshore, you can get someone in the Philippines, accent neutral, has experience, 270 $300, a month. You yeah. literally just 10X your business. You 10X your dollar. Right. What? So remote CEOs, let's talk a little bit about those services that you're offering there, taking them offshore. Just just walk me through a little bit. What is a What does an engagement with one of your clients look like uh, when, when you're trying to provide that support and, and that, uh, that help through remote CEOs? The first thing we got to do is identify that bottleneck. Okay. And people are going to hate this. I might offend some people right now what I say. But typically, you're the bottleneck. <laughs> you're the bottleneck. But yeah. we'll look. Maybe you're not. Maybe it is something to do with you're not having enough clientele, even though you're doing all these different things. Mm -hmm. So we'll build a client acquisition system for you. And we'll make sure that's working while removing you from daily operations that you aren't supposed to be doing. So that's the whole form. I'll send you on your way to one of our video modules. From there, you join in on group coaching calls every week. There's multiple a week. And from there, you just choose which business coach in my in my whole group coaching thing that you want to talk to. And uh, we help you build these. And that's the whole method. Yeah. So so they're there to give the give those solopreneurs some some of the answers there on as really as on an ad hoc basis. Am I understanding that correctly? So that 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 is really at the for lack of a word, a beckon call of, uh, look, I'm, a, I'm an owner of a business. I'm having trouble here. I've identified this problem. So I go there as a resource to solve X, Y, or Z. Is there any particular part of the business that you specialize in where they need to go help? Uh, I, yeah. You know, you said bottleneck, but is there, you know, so many different elements that make up what it takes to make a business go? Is there a specific area that you found to have the most success in? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I have five different coaches, like I said. So we have a girl that talks to you about HR, anything about that, building yeah. you know, the team, someone yep. that helps you build operation systems, someone to talk to you about IT, technical setup, and we have someone there to help you set up um, Facebook ads. And then there's me where I'll help you with email, I'll help you with content creation, I'll help you with different forms of networking, SEO. My, my jam is the marketing side of things. Gotcha. And so from there, I help each and every one of them, give them their own custom, unique, uh, independent support and they're able to book with us independently as well. They don't have to just grow, jump in the group coaches calls, okay. but 
that's what I would say is that it's my focus is more on the marketing, but I do step in and help with the teams and bring that knowledge as well. I've just brought in someone better that, than me even to like help communicate than that. Yeah. realizing what you can and can't do and what you can and can't deliver, yeah. right? De delegating that out there and, and un understand that. And your clientele, uh, solopreneurs, uh, primarily around the area in which you live up, up in Vancouver, or are you looking to expand beyond that? Yeah, we have a few people in the States right now. Okay. We just yep. kind of started it back in January. So it's pretty fresh. Pretty yeah, pretty new. Yeah. We have over 30 students at the moment. So yeah, definitely did start locally, word of mouth. Yeah. Sure. And uh, that's where it's at right now. Where are you dividing your energies these days? Because you've got two businesses going right now. And that can always be taxing. Where do I go back and forth? And it's, you've got yeah. a passion one here, right? That, that is an outgrowth of the first one, which is as you've built a, into a nice revenue machine. What, what, how do you split your time these days? Yeah, for me, honestly, I like I said, I didn't build this until I had the resources to build this academy. And so once I built my agency up to where a point it's profitable and it's successful and I'm only working three to four hours a week in it, that's when I stepped aside. And gotcha. so my agency's pretty much running by itself. And now okay. I'm putting a lot more attention on this. And how I organize my day too is, again, you might not disagree with this. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I've had debates with this with some of my successful friends too, is where I like to try to keep my meetings in the later portion of the day and only have meetings on some days. I, I like to try to have that open time for me to do the deep work that I want to do because to do that work, that to get into that work of that flow state, you're going to have to dedicate some time and quiet time and not be jumping from task to task. So I like to keep my calendar fairly open uh, for those reasons. You know what? If you, that I actually don't disagree with you. I actually more and more agree with you. And the more time that I spend um, researching and reading and thinking about how how to help folks out, but also to help myself out, what you're talking about is a really hard step to to, to take. But once you take it, great things will come. Mm. And, uh, you're so spot on. I'm going to, I'm going to grab it and grab another book. I, I've, I've talked to a few people here lately, so I, I feel like I should be getting some sort of promotional fee, but, uh, <laughs> Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy, who have written a bunch of business books, uh, yeah, they, they wrote this book. You mentioned 10 X earlier, which 10 X is easier than two X, but this is one of the tenants that they espouse and come back to time again, is that you're only going to have these big jumps. They come from time when you're not doing the busy work. So, you know, a couple of recommendations, we've talked about them already, but what is the stuff that you need to get off your plate that yes, you're capable of, but it's not helping you make these big jumps, right? And, and to get this thinking time, because that's where the big jumps come from, is this, this thinking time, this clarity time. Your ideas hit you not when you're answering 100 emails, but when you're out walking or sitting or reflecting, like that's when it happens, not in front of your computer multi multitasking on a bunch of different screens. Yeah. Uh, and, and so this... I'm paraphrasing their work. The book is is awesome, and and I've I've had several folks kind of pick it up after I've talked to them, just because it 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 will it will give real credence to what you're saying uh, about that clarity time and how valuable it is. Sorry, what book was that? It's called 10x is easier than 2x. Okay, I'm gonna get that book for sure. Yeah, I've mentioned it now in a couple of shows, so if, if, you know it's 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 like I said, I'm go going back to it. I feel I'm looking for sponsorship at this point in time. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, a book that I want to throw out there and recommend too is yeah. while we're throwing out books is uh, The Power of People Skills. 
So uh, that is by that's by Trevor Thrones actually too. Okay, yeah. So you mentioned him mentioned him earlier. Obviously, he's had a, had an impact there oh, for sure. M- impact there for you. Um, so you've getting this started. It's early on, I know, but you're learning some things early on. So even though it's only been seven months now that you've been doing this business, and maybe there's other what's a what's a lesson learned? Something that even if you could go back in time just a few months, you said, "Boy, I would have done that differently from the get go." This idea that I had wasn't the right one, and it and it set you set you back or, or took you down a path that you weren't expecting. You had to get back and course correct. Anything that you can point to that uh, has been a nice learning. Uh, for you here and even in your early days oh, i'm learning things all the time scott of course yeah I'm, yeah I'm all the time like there's some i just like that i want to really just mention right now but i don't know how to articulate it but one that i can definitely speak on right now is that it's so important to niche so important to niche you yeah. want to scale go deep got a niche come on like okay. alex ramosi says you got to niche slap yourself to be honest with you, without my, my my agency, even though we're successful, but I, we haven't really niched like we should have. And yeah. it causes us still headaches and pains. It's because we're trying to market for all these different industries. It, it can be chaos sometimes. Yeah. And so we're starting to lean into a niche now that seems to be attracted to our agency and who we attract attract naturally. And so we're kind of leaning into them and we're systemizing that so things can get easier and easier. Without niching, you're not going to be able to uh, niche down. You're not going to be able to share your message properly with people. And frankly, there's going to be some chaos. So niche. Boy, speaking my language once again there, there, there is no, no doubt about that. Most of, you know, know who your customer is and probably more importantly, know who your customer is not. Mm. Right. Don't be all things to all people. Don't try to serve everyone. It just, it's not going to work for you. Yep. And, and it's what gets folks in trouble when you, when you are starting to, to chase those things or you say, oh, this customer asked me to do this thing. I, I can do that. I know how to do that. Well, that's not core. You're not going to spend time on that. And now you've chased it and, and, and invested resources, time, energy, money in, into something that's not core to your business. So, and then if you can go deeper, you're going to be better, right? And that, that's what, when I think of niche as well, it's like really digging in there and knowing that. Um, but there's, there's something to be said about narrowing the, the, the clientele and client base as opposed to just expanding for the sake of expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's really interesting to, to think about it that way. It's a scary concept that I think people yeah. are scared to kind of go into because they think, oh, if it's wide, I'm going to be able to capture more. But it's like, truthfully, yeah. you're not. You're, no. Your fishing rod is going into an ocean. It is a, I mean, it's a tremendous lesson, tremendous lesson. Uh, so what's next? You're, you're six, seven months into this thing. What are you, what are you thinking about that you need to do to continue to push remote CEOs forward? You know, what, what, what's kind of on your, your roadmap over the next six, 12 months? Yeah. So the next six, 12 months, definitely get on more podcasts. I'm going to be doing more speaking events. I just held an event, uh, two events last month, one at a university, another one I just did, uh, for entire real estate brokerage. And that was great. Um, so yeah. I'm really focusing my efforts towards there, building out a evergreen webinar, something that a lot of people should definitely look into, um, and exploring instantly.ai. I'm going to push these guys a lot. <laughs> instantly.ai. Yeah, Have you heard of yeah. it? It is something I, I, else. I, I, 
I have not heard of it, but obviously, I, I, you hear the words AI, and it, it has a whole set of, of connotations and, and interests. I mean, it, it's got embraced in some way, but yeah, it's obviously becoming more and more part of our, our language and lexicon. So yes. uh, interesting. That's there. What, what, so what are they doing specifically that's caught your eye? I'm happy to, to share a little bit. All about systems, it. man, even though yeah. I got a coach that works in my academy that's something else, but I still try to keep up and instantly.ai um, I'm all for it. So basically what instantly.ai does is it you put all of your emails into it and it starts warming it up so that your emails always hit inbox. And so you can do cold outreach um, emails through their platform. You'll always hit inbox. And if you have enough emails plugged in, you can do three, 300, 500, 1,000 cold email outreaches a day. And if you know how to write a cold email, you can convert quite well. And you just plug in your email list. How do I get an email list? You buy one, trade one, scrape them. There's many ways to get an email list. And in fact, even on Instantly, if you pay a little extra, you can, they'll, they'll provide you with qualified leads with the niche and target that you're looking for. A thousand leads a month for, for like 47 bucks. Like, come right. on. <laughs> Boy, I t- got some controversial here. We're talking about sending out some more emails, some more things we're talking about. I love that you're in your willingness to, we talked a little bit about being bold and pushing. I love the marketing, man. You're all about it, man. You're all about it. Right, right down the edges of it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, all right. Well, hey, Trent, thank you so much for for sharing your background, your stories, some some great thoughts. I think we uh, hopefully got a few more books sold for authors that of which we're not getting any royalties on. But hey, you know, we're all <laughs> we're all about that. Uh, right. It's 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 learning for learning's sake, and and you know, just sharing that knowledge because I, I do think there's some powerful lessons out there. And uh, part of anyone's journey needs to be continuous learning, and and whatever that is, an audible. It's a podcast. It's reading a book. Yeah, you find your platform, but that's the way that you're going to continue to grow your own grow your own mind. But as like as we call the podcast, right? You grow your damn business by continuing to push forward and figuring out what those things are that are going to work best for you. So we're we're all about it. Uh, so I thank you for sharing your stories and, and some of your recommendations as well. Thanks for having me, Scott. Yeah. So Trent, we finish everything with our five rapid questions. So I'm going to go ahead and fire these off. You're going to learn a little bit more about you and have some fun with it. So first and foremost, I'm a sports guy. Not everyone is that comes on the show, but I always do ask this question. Do you have a favorite sports team, someone that you follow? Ooh, a favorite sports team. Uh, I mean, I like UFC, so no team, but independent fighter. I'm going to say Conor McGregor. Let's go with him. Sure. Okay. Another controversial figure. I like this. I mean, you're on the edge. Let's just go lay it out there right now. That's right. Walk in the edge. What would be your last meal? What would be your last meal? Tuna casserole. Really? Tuna casserole. I'm all for it. That's my mom got me hooked growing up. It's like, it's like the peasant food, but that is. I was gonna say, I'm glad you said like that's that's, that feels like longshoreman food. That feels like yeah, that's a thing, right? right Yeah, sailor food. There you go. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Do you have a dream vacation spot? Either have been or would love to get there. Mm. Uh, Going to Italy this summer, uh, the end of summer. I would say dream vacation spot would definitely be. Uh, Hawaii, I've been many times, would love to just live there or Scottsdale, yeah. Arizona. I'm fell in love with that this yes. year. <laughs> right, at the, right at the road from where I stand today. Yeah. Uh, favorite movie or TV show of all time, or maybe even something that you're streaming right now that's got that's caught your eye. Okay. Spirited Away. Spirited Away is an anime movie, and I'm not even into anime, but it's an okay. old school anime movie. 
it is something that the whole family can enjoy. Okay. And I'm sure everyone who watches it will love it. Nice. Nice. That's new one for me. I am not familiar with that genre, so I do not know that. And last but not least, a piece of advice, a quote, something that you sort of fall back on all the time, you know, if you if you need it to go back to it or, or something that's you know, sort of always lived with you. Hmm. I have many that have come across me, uh, but that I like. I shared a few here that I really enjoy, but I'm going to say the yeah. last one that really sticks with me is when I want to move fast, I need to remember to go slow. Yeah. And that was something uh, a mentor had taught me. Nice. Great stuff. Great stuff. Trent, it was a pleasure. I thank you so much for joining us here uh, late in the afternoon, uh, but uh, it, it, really great conversation. And uh, thank you for sharing a little bit of your journey and lessons learned. Those, those are the types of things that we provide the audience and hopefully they find value from it. So thank you so much for your time. It's great hey, having you on. Scott, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. I love this conversation. Beautiful, beautiful. Enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend. You Thanks, too. Trent. Bye now. Bye-bye. The Grow Your Damn Business Podcast is hosted by Scott Goodrich, a professional EOS implementer. To learn more about EOS and how it might help grow your damn business, you can email Scott at scott.goodrich at eosworldwide.com or check out his website at www.eosworldwide.com forward slash Scott hyphen Goodrich. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Damn Business Podcast. If you found this conversation valuable, subscribe to our YouTube channel and find us on your favorite podcast platform. We will see you next week on the Grow Your Damn Business Podcast.